Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 3, Episode 3, titled The One Where Diane Joins the Resistance. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I am joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. And that's it. It is just me <laughs> and Keen today. Uh, they have left the children uh, oh, unattended. Uh, yes, they are all enjoying a stay on the Crossroads Comedy Theater yacht down in Cabo San Lucas, care of Tia's wins, uh, her big <laughs> win for the locks for season two. Uh, so hopefully, I don't know, mine are looking pretty decent. Uh, it looks like that judgeship for Julius may, uh, may be going through. We'll see. It, it's a little dicey. Didn't turn out too well for that um, at the end of the next episode. But we'll see. We'll see how things go. I could end up on that yacht myself. All right. <laughs> First impression of episode three, the one where Diane joins the resistance. Keen. Yeah, man, that, this guy, like, uh, I think I said it before in the previous episode, but like, if you're not a fan of this show and you just turn it on, you're legit. What the fuck am I watching? Mm -hmm. um, but, if, but if you are a fan, it's um, now admittedly, uh, when we started this adventure a few months ago, uh, the way the way Jack would talk up this show, I was like, I'm listening to him, but I'm like, on the inside, I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. <laughs> and now I'm like, God damn, I, man, this episode, um, I guess, like you said, uh, the one where she joins the resistance, it got deep, real quick, real fast, um, and it was it was a really cool, I forget, uh, it was a really cool meta moment with the NSA. That like, oh yeah, they're fucking with it. Like mm -hmm. the writing on this, this is so like. Uh, I hope, I hope we see uh, Diane's fan and the NSA come back uh, like in a future episode because like mm -hmm. he's going through it like we are. So it's it's a really cool thing that they pulled off in that episode. Yeah, as far as the NSA stuff goes, without spoiling much of anything, uh, it is a recurring theme in the Good Verse. Okay. Um. Yeah, those uh, whenever whenever they pop up. Uh, oh, so those two were in the uh, in the good wife. I would just say that the NSA that listening trick kind uh, okay. of thing is a is a recurring thing. Again, don't want to spoil because uh, we will eventually go back and watch the Good Wife, and if we don't, I'm sure you will. All right, <laughs> at this uh, point, I almost have to. It's like watching <laughs> yeah. it's like watching the first uh, the the prequel episodes of Star Star Wars at this point. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, for me, I, I agree with that. I thought it was a really good episode, pretty deep uh, at times, goofy at other times. I love this stuff with Julius, and not because it relates directly to my Stone Cold Lock that he will get some, he will leave the firm, and it will be because of the Trump administration in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I just love the way that that stuff is kind of coming together. It's a nice little uh, side quest sort of deal for the heavier stuff that's that's going on within yep. within these storylines. Uh, today we're discussing the judgeship, the divorce, the resistance, and the case, which is Blum and uh, Maya. God, Blum. I cannot wait to get to talk to him a little bit more. Uh, so the judgeship. The gist here is that Julius is interviewing people to potentially be his more or less his campaign manager, someone to yep. guide him through the process of getting that judgeship. And Marissa is has been helpful, very, very helpful, and he eventually uh, just asks her to run it. 
So how, how are you feeling about things? I kind of saw that like coming a little yeah. bit, like from, mm-hmm. the, from the top. Um, and uh, I think, I think someone mentioned this before, like with her character in the, in, in the good verse overall is like, bless her heart. She means mm-hmm. well, she really does. But like, sometimes things just don't click, but for, for this, at least, uh, yeah, she knew, she knew what she was talking about. And now once again, this makes me want to go watch. Cause I, I need to find out about Eli gold apparently, because mm-hmm. the only goal, other gold I knew about was Ari and he's a fucking, he's a head case. <laughs> um, I even have a book somewhere down here. Somewhere down here. That song is so trash, but so great at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I um, the wild thing about this, I'm, a, I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but like out of all of the possible like appoint, appointees they could do, even though Julius is like conservative, Republican or whatever, I feel like he would still do a good job just by the mm-hmm. fact that he works so closely with other liberals and like you said uh or uh, not other but liberals but like you said um excuse me like uh the fact that he's been there throughout the whole thing and he like every time they they, every time they have any kind of discussion about any kind of politics he fights for his point tooth and nail Mm -hmm. like every single time and um yeah it's uh i it looked i mean the fact that that she was there for him. I like seeing that new combination because uh, there's so many interchangeable parts. And the fact that uh, Michael Boatman is getting the shine a little bit in this mm-hmm. season, I really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and he's great. Uh, yeah, he would make a good judge for all of the reasons uh, stated. I mean, the thing that is against him is the fact that he does work at that firm. And why would they put a capable person in there who might potentially flip on them when they can get somebody who is an idiot, like Fucking uh, trig trig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, sure. He's, he's a black conservative male, which is, you know, unicorn <laughs> as far as these uh, Trump administration goes, but you know, why would they chance it? Because they're not going to get a lot of fall fallouts uh, or pushback if they just pick another white dumb conservative who will just do whatever the fuck they want so we'll see how that plays out and we'll talk a little bit more about the judgeship in the next episode as things develop there um but yeah marissa is on board with him i did want to talk quickly about the one person who was like i won't charge you for this full hour and he's just like you won't charge me for the interview She's like, no, we'll find some discounts or whatever we can do. Like she's going to search honey on Google Chrome or something uh, to find a discount code for him. We'll work out some payment arrangement. Oh my God. That is, it's, it's such a smooth thing to try to pull off. Mm-hmm. But like, I felt just as confused as, as he was. I'm like, mm-hmm. if, if I could get paid for every interview I've gone on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it takes act as if you got the job to a whole other level man <laughs> i won't charge you for this interview and then 750 per hour right like 700 dollars, 750 dollars for mm-hmm. 60 minutes that's insanity to me that's wow yeah and maybe you didn't take an hour so that's why she won't charge for the full <laughs> she's being nice you know a little 20 minute 20 minute discount mm-hmm. yeah um Anything more on the judgeship? 
Um, from this episode, once again, I, 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 the one thing with Marissa that I do like is, um, she reminds me of one of my, one of my, uh, I call him one of my young bucks. Uh, when I was at, when I was in Pittsburgh, I worked at Best Buy. There was a kid who I called the Pitbull because when he had an idea, and I, it was wrong for me to say that because Pitbulls do not have that thing. They say Pitbull, <laughs> uh, jaws locked. They don't. Usually they're <laughs> laying upside down, being yeah. goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I called him that because when he has an opinion or has a point, like a like a pit bull, he will not let go. He will hold on to that shit no matter what. And with mm-hmm. with Marissa, if you're down with Marissa, Marissa is down for you, no mm-hmm. matter what, thick and thin. She is there for you, which is really really cool to see. Um, it's cool to experience because I have a few friends like that. And cool to see on TV. Yeah. Uh, I can't say this for certain, Keen, and I'm not going to do the research, but this may be the first time in podcast history that two Best Buy employees (laughs) 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 have been the only two on the podcast. Um, And that's not counting intra-company stuff, because I'm sure Best Buy has its own employee podcast. Probably. Oh, and if you, want, you want to talk about, <laughs> oh, God, tag TV. I hate it. Here's the thing. I liked it when I first got hired because I thought it was cool. But after after that that bitterness get into your soul from working there, you're mm-hmm. like, shut this shit up. Give me, give me, give me the free <laughs> donut and let's go to hell home. I don't need to be at this meeting. Like, numbers, numbers, numbers. I don't care. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, so, history made here today. Uh, let's go to the divorce. You were saying pre-pod that you had thoughts. I want to hear them. That was the fastest <laughs> divorce I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God, she was like, hey, uh, she, it was literally like uh, 10 a.m. Hey, Luca, um, I think I might need some advice. 3 p.m. Hey, this isn't working. Next mm-hmm. day at 10. He has a lawyer. He wants what? <laughs> like, it was so yeah. fast. Full custody of the kids. He wants to keep the house. And he oh, wants a gosh. full record of the expenses uh, uh, at Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart. Like, first of all, thank God she's getting rid of this dude. Yeah. Thank you. Like, that is a long time coming, even though it's he's only appeared in several episodes. Uh, couldn't stand him. Nobody on this podcast liked him. We all mm-hmm. wanted him gone. So we get that wish, but at a cost. And the cost is that they have to... What does she have? She has to uh annul the prenup or something like yeah. that uh blow the, blow that up uh so the, the issue there was because they had the uh expenses and there was like a four hundred thousand dollar payment regular payment or forty thousand i don't know it's just me and keen we're gonna get shit wrong um <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a quick podcast for you listeners and i'm sure you'll enjoy that but it's gonna be riddled with holes okay man so many <laughs> Uh, so there is uh, an expense that is just too retic, and it's apparently covering all of the non-disclosure agreements, uh, payouts to the people that have accused him of this or that. So sexual assault, harassment, etc. I don't mean to yada 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 sexual yeah. this and that, um, but that's what it was for. Uh, so rather than let that get out and protect his, uh, and ruin his legacy, they opt to protect it. And she's like, okay, we'll just blow up the prenup and it may be a longer drawn out divorce. Uh, she, she definitely 
I mean, I, I know he's like a well, like a sergeant or like a commander or whatever in the police force. <laughs> she yeah, for like sure makes way more money than he does. So, mm-hmm. man, that uh, man, yeah, that that payment's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else happened in this storyline here? Uh, you had Jay. Well, this is you'll see in this episode and the next episode because we mentioned it uh, in our Tuesday recordings that. They have Jay and Marissa doing everything, everything under like he's pre- he goes for in this episode prepping uh, Adrian and Liz for the stand to in the next so episode got- he's chauffeuring Luca. <laughs> like, like, all right, look, he's he's your private investigator, but I'm almost positive they have a bunch of lawyers. Isn't there some paralegals running around right? that you could probably do that? And yeah, then get another partner, hire a fucking security team. I mean, yeah. as much wait, as much shit as happened at this damn firm, and hey, another thing. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> now going off on a thing. I, I don't want to go love, off on a rant here. I love the subtlety of it, and now I'm very, very distracted by it. When yeah. had like, there, there's been scenes where it hasn't, but there's been so much rain in this episode in the in this season, and they're making <laughs> sure you know it. Like you, yeah. like they always window shots. They're always mm-hmm. and they're and they're starting to talk about it. They're like, yeah. "Oh man, it's raining all the time." And I think it's the storm. I hate yeah. I hate sound like a crazy mm-hmm. person. It's the storm, and I'm like, "Wah, wah, wah, more." But um, yeah. <laughs> Open up your goddamn checkbooks. Take a few cutbacks and properly staff your fucking team. Mm-hmm. But plus, where's this third floor? They bought a third floor, right? <laughs> you got Something money for that, but you can't get a security security detail. Yeah. Ridiculous. You can't pull somebody off a case to <laughs> properly prep. Let's grab the uh, private investigator or Jay, man. Uh, has to do everything. Maybe that's why they always keep going to Marissa. Because <laughs> they got hey, Jay driving Luca. doing dumb shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So some other things within this divorce storyline is that dude had his police officers following her around and... After uh, one of those nights, he put her in protected detail, and they're following her and watching, and you know, seeing her go to Rite Aid and picking up morning after pills, uh, trying to gotcha. And she's like, "No, that's because I didn't want to have a kid with you. <laughs> it's not because I didn't want to have a uh, protect myself for sex with you. It's I didn't want a kid with you. I didn't want to mm. bring up another one with you. I wanted out. No Yeesh. thanks. Yeah, such a dweeb. Yeah, mm-hmm. dummy. <laughs> Instead of talking to your wife." You up there just just frowning, mad because your hairline all fucked up, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get your little cronies, which <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, they're they're the strongest gang ever. Get your cronies out here mm-hmm. and follow your wife around, and then be, and then the fact that, mind you, I'm I can be petty from time to time, so I appreciate it. Not as not as, as petty as um, Tia claims to be, but uh, <laughs> so I I enjoy from time to time. But when you're like a douche about it, like the mm-hmm. fact that they, he went and hired, which I figured out, I think it's Sean Patrick Thomas, I think. It's, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's the other one, Sean William Scott. But when you hire a guy with three first names who already has beef with this firm against his team, come on, man. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man, I'm, Peyton I'm from the uh, previous episodes. I'm just upset. Mm-hmm. Mind, oh, this bringing it back in the in the in the um 
in the divorce hearings. I'm not sure if this has been seen before, but like everybody in that scene was black and it was wonderful mm-hmm. to see. Like they even did the whole shot and maybe the bailiff, the bailiff might've been black too, but they didn't show one. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, uh, that was, once again, that was a, a really fast, really, really fast um, hearing. Uh, the fact that it already was over and am I wrong, but is that the judge on the other CBS show about a judge? Cause they look very similar. I got to do uh, research. Which judge are we talking about here? The the judge that in for uh for the divorce court divorce court, uh not the one show. that uh, asks Adrian out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a smooth elevator move. Man, because I can't <laughs> date I can't date witnesses and just hand it back. Don't look at it. Yeah, you guys are settling, yeah. right? Yeah, because I don't date witnesses in my court. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hmm. And Adrian's like, oh, what, what did he say? <laughs> Invi- I like, know if you say anything. <laughs> yeah, he oh, like, yeah. irresistible. <laughs> that's a that's a classic OG thing to say about yourself. <laughs> Still got it. There's some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we see uh see them, you know, going out in future episodes. Uh, didn't see it in the next one. Spoiler. I mean, but... you let you let it you let it rest. You let it marinate <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Can't call it right right like immediately. Sure. You have to wait a few episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, at least it's not like or unfortunately it's not like the previous season where we knew exactly how much time had passed. Uh with this one, it's just the one they're labeled the one this, the one that. Uh which wasn't a wasn't that a friends theme for Oh no, it's like, I, always sunny, right? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely always sunny. The one where the gang does this, the gang yeah. does that, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I think Jack pointed out before too that like every season they switch yes. it up, yeah. And yeah, and like they, I think they purpose obviously they purpose did, but like they like last season. What, but aside from the days, every episode Luca told you how far along she was, so yeah. that get that kind of like stayed in your brain as far as like the time progression. And now mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. It's literally <laughs> this happened here. Yeah, this happened. So yeah. Mm-hmm. They bring in some news things where you can kind of uh, gauge from one episode to the next uh, if yep. you really want to do the research, which I don't. Nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise, this one's a little little hard to map. The, uh, the most research I'll do is just be like, damn. Oh, shit, that did happen. Yeah, that's the most <laughs> research I'll yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing is watching these episodes, and I'll continue to mention it, is just how weird it is to be remi- reminded of stuff as if it was 20 years ago, and it was... And it was barely two. two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, it feels so long ago. Uh, one other small, not small thing, but thing that came out of this is Liz is no longer dealing with the impeachment crew. Uh, she said she was let go for being too radical. But that was the whole reason why they wanted her. Yeah. Yeah. It was one quick throwaway line where they just like explained her presence well i mean they did that when um in first episode of season two where i thought it was like a uh, like a prequel kind of thing seeing um bozeman and and julius together mm-hmm. and then jules was like look i left and i came back and i was like <laughs> mm-hmm. all right that <laughs> he just done and done <laughs> it reminded me and efficient what, 
whenever they do shit like that, I don't know why, but like, and I, I think you remember, you probably saw it a few times. There's an episode of Seinfeld where it's like a clip show, mm-hmm. but there's there's one line that's hilarious where you're just like, yeah, during this time and this, we do this. And then in the summer, uh, well, nothing much really happens <laughs> during the mm-hmm. summer. And I'm like, yeah, you're not rec- you're not filming. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just yeah. that quick little slide kind of thing just to like explain it. And the fact that Jack, like I keep quoting him, but like Jack even said it, like if they think something's not working, get rid of it. Done. Don't even. Finished. Adios. Yeah. Not a second thought, which will be interesting when we discuss the next episode. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Adrian meeting with that judge in the elevator, uh, discussed Liz not having the impeachment. I think that's pretty much the big stuff uh, that, oh, well, not really. There was one moment, and this is the first time it's happened, the great Audra McDonald uh, singing. Yeah. I wish Molly some was tunes. here for that. I, w- mm-hmm. I wish she was here to discuss this because, like, she, I've probably seen her somewhere sing before, but just those few notes, it's like, when someone who could really sing, you can like feel it. And even though it was only a few notes, I was like, oh, wow, she is a, and she was, and it was like a whispering kind of sing, like a mm-hmm. l- lullaby kind of thing. So like, yeah, I really might have to go and like check out her range. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like she could probably like knock over a wall with like a yeah. good note. Uh, if you want to listen to a song that is, that has two actors from the good fight, Listen to Wheels of a Dream from Ragtime, which features Audra McDonald and Brian Stokes Mitchell, who plays Haber, Habercore, I think is the name. Oh, He's he, the look, lawyer. he looks like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were in Ragtime on Broadway. Uh, so listen to them. Man, I can't wait to go see some Broadway shows again. All right. Which is now more difficult since I'm not in Philly. Anywho, uh, let's move on to the resistance these fuckers <laughs> oh uh yeah good real quick thing like my because like sometimes i watch episodes early in the morning so like the this woke me up a little bit the fact that like they showed this video and i'm watching i'm like okay yeah a bunch of like rich white people made this great and <laughs> yeah when when the when it was over when it was over diane raised her hand and he was just like mm-hmm. uh no questions hey kurt what do you want yeah <laughs> Oh, questions till the end. Thank you. Uh, what do you need? What do you need? Yes, oh, you, 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 you. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, th- those are the, 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 the left that like. All right, I don't stay over there. I don't want nothing to do with you because you're just as bad as the other side. No, thank you. Yeah, and they're doing a great job of showing that that there yeah. are absolute, uh, yeah, I guess like fake, <laughs> and just ridiculous uh people on the left and we'll see in this episode a little bit but more in the the next one Mm -hmm. the more sinister side of of things um yes we got that resistance video oh oh, and it ends with the uh native american with the tear coming down which is from the 70s commercial about litter i almost started to ball my fist up i'm like don't you dare put that man on, on this fucking piece of shit production <laughs> like this has nothing to do with that don't bring him into this um yeah. but yeah that that whole thing and the fact that the way well i mean later on in the episode we find out how but like the way that um i can't remember her name um but she she like pulled diane into it, it was very valerie 
Pazar. Pazar. Um, yeah. yeah, it was very smooth. And like, I wish Diane would just go back to Aikido because, or I guess, she, I guess <laughs> she got throwing. bored with axe throwing. That's done, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of another, maybe she could brew like a beer or something at home. Cause like, there's like, <laughs> she's going through a lot of like, uh, mid to late, uh, teens or tw- 20, uh, 2000, 20 teens. That sounds dumb. But, um, a lot of the teens trends. So I'm trying to think of like what, I guess she'll be baking bread soon, maybe in like mm, a few maybe episodes. Maybe some rock climbing. That too. Forgot about that. Or like the indoor um, parachuting, something like that. <laughs> skydiving, skydiving. Yeah, indoors. Uh, Vegas. They got a bunch of bunch of like mm, those cyclone kind of sense. things you can kind of do. That makes sense. I still want to see her in one of those rage rooms, which never really yeah. got hugely popular, but they were they're a thing. Just pay and you break shit. I don't want that. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that because, like, I'll get too mad and I'll fuck <laughs> around and use, like, a, an aluminum bat and then fuck up a, fuck up one of my shoulders, swinging mm. too damn hard. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it really hurts you for the Rage Room season to come. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Diane is really just trying. It is a freak of the week sort of situation with with her right now. Um, yeah, Pazar, so the, the overall gist here rather than go beat by beat, is that Valerie brings her into her, uh, under her wing to try and let's, let's figure out something to do. Let's not just talk. Let's actually do something. So her plan is to bring Trump's approval rating down. So how do we do that? We got to do a bunch of these things. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's to bring down, let's focus on bringing down this Russian troll farm, which apparently is in, one of them is based in Chicago. So they start targeting them through the uh, fake news app that has become popular this episode, where they just create something. They're having a blast doing that. Um, And it works. They bring it down. Uh, We assume. They never really show, like, a troll farm, I think, that gets broken up so much as the troll, a a building that gets attacked. But at the same time, though... uh... It goes back to a few, or maybe you know, a few seasons ago, where it's like it's all about saying it but not really following through. Right. Yeah, it's just like look at this, now look at this, now look at this. So yeah, yeah. Well, what I mean is that are we sure there was a troll farm there? <laughs> I mean, she's not doing shrooms anymore, so I'm still yeah. just as confused. So yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> and the whole peanut thing. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, I just got the joke. All right, cool. Because like I know it was QAnon, but the P and on, P on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when I <laughs> I want to see how Kurt feels when she because when she got excited in the in like in the bedroom or in the fucking living room of her bedroom. God damn. Um, but when she got excited, I was expect, halfway expecting her to be like, "Hey, Kurt, you won't believe or some shit like that." But like Kurt's mm-hmm. probably like gone somewhere hanging out with trumps again but um so i want to see his reaction to it and him just being like you did what you're yeah. up here setting fire on it what are you doing so mm-hmm. i want to see his reaction to it yeah uh there was the moment with uh blum in diane's office which was pretty pretty heavy he's just kind of hanging hanging in there and yeah. she's like i know who you are get the fuck out uh name drops jonah stern 
Uh, you may not know Jonah Stern. He was one of the original partners of the original firm in mm. The Good Wife. Um, and he talks about Trump and the general idea of the moral. She's like, he's like, how does Trump fit in the moral arc? Is that bending towards justice? Is it going to lead that way? Or is he just one of those, oh, I know, it's a speed bump. He's just a speed bump. And then once he's, once he's gone, everything's just going to go back to progress, progress, progress. Um, he talks about Trump wanting a third term. And she's like, no, it won't happen. People will rise up. <laughs> and uh, he's like, who? Who's going to rise up? Employment's this. Wages are the, you know, he's just giving all the reasons why things are good. Who's going to do it? Um, and then she just picks up the phone. Yes, there's a man in my office. <laughs> uh, I think he's homeless. <laughs> um, and one of the lines he says, which uh, is, you know, kind of rings, is Trump wins because he sees life as a battle, not as a cause. He uses your strength against you, and liberals never get that. So that could come to, come into play next episode, too. Uh, yeah. How they don't exactly do that, but again, that's for the next episode. But yeah, I, I, as a, um, as a performer, uh, these are the scenes that I love, uh, either in movies or TV, or the few times I get, I get to like be a part of it on like, like an improv set, um, and it's just a very, I love scenes where it's just so thick. Mind you, he did a. This is damn near his soliloquy, or whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's such a it's such a divisive difference. And the fact that he was just in her shit in the mm -hmm. dark, yeah, using up whatever was left of that tincture or whatever. And it was just like, mm -hmm. and then just to see the the polar opposites of it, but be so strong and firm in their beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, in the art sense, I do enjoy it. Uh, the writing was really good in this scene. Um, I didn't like the whole "we will rise up" kind of thing. That was kind of, kind of. But um, mm -hmm. overall, I think this is a great scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I forgot the one line that makes him makes her want to call not want to but call security. Want to give me a blowjob? <laughs> yeah, what a scumbag! I love him though. Now, in a yep. way that. We'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about him a little bit. Um, so I'll leave it at that for the moment. Uh, but there is the uh, NSA. So the NSA are listening to a call uh, with, between Diane and Valerie. Uh, and she says a bunch of things and they pick it up and she's like, whoa, Diane Lockhart just, just used Trump, Pizzagate, fake news, persistence, die. That's like domestic terrorist bingo. Um, so then they send Valerie's name because it's new up to the third floor or up to the next floor, whatever they say, uh, mm -hmm. the not good place. Basically. <laughs> so they send it there. Uh, yeah. And she can't find Valerie very quickly thereafter. Um, what else is happening here? Oh, so then they're, they're tracking texts from her. Find the Valor whereabouts of Valerie, no more texts, uh, and it's the J. So then they send J name up to the uh, higher-ups. And yeah, there is that kind of dual, um, the little face-off, angel devil, like, are we the baddies? <laughs> you know, Are yeah. we doing the right thing? Hey, we're just doing our job. We're just doing our job. we got to send it up. You know, they said these things, bing, bang, boom. 
ascended upstairs. And he's just like, I don't know, though. I don't know. So, yeah, it seems like there is going to be a bunch of crackdowns on different things. I mean, there already is this season yeah. between uh, Jay and others. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of building. And it's only going to get worse over the next, I would say, the, the fourth season, too, since it's still covering the Trump administration. Um, and they even talk about it, too. It's like, is Trump targeting political enemies? Have we really gotten there? Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we have. So they do, well, actually, this, this is the next episode where we kind of get some info about that. So I will, I will leave it at that. Anything more from you on the resistance? I love that um, when Jay got to actually do his actual job, uh, he was very quick and thorough. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, this woman is crazy. Uh, she wants your money. Please mm -hmm. tell me you didn't get her, give her any money. And they that, now the one thing about the the thing the um, resistance is I understand why Diane did what she did as far as like saying like oh yeah she's doing a whole other thing um, to protect it but it was such a it was for the group but it's really for her it's such a mm -hmm. selfish move. Because she knows if they find out that's going to fizzle out and it's done, then all of a mm -hmm. sudden she got to pick up a new hobby. But yeah. um, that is next yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, man, it's just, I don't know, man. It, I, 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 like, I, I get why she did it. I just wish she didn't do it. I just wish mm -hmm. they kind of left it as more of like, oh, I don't know where the hell she is. But yeah. now that the fact that like you, you built that up. That's something mm -hmm. you got to keep up because like um, I used to, I mean, I got in trouble a lot all the time, but the one thing that my mom and my grandma, one of their sayings that kind of stuck with me the whole time was um, to be a good liar, you have to have a good memory. And mm -hmm. I'm too fucking lazy for that. So I'm just <laughs> going to tell you what's up right then and there. And uh, the fact that you got to keep that up mm -hmm. and then we see in the next episode it's starting to snowball yeah. so yeah yeah it's a lot and she's standing there with that blank phone <laughs> you know? uh, white, just white screen have it open. Like, <laughs> yeah put your background up or something yeah. how do you even how do you even bring up a white i guess it's a just like the screen uh, a flashlight app or something probably because i was like maybe she thought about writing something but there's no lines yeah. Even the most messaging thing, you'll see at least like a cursor. It was nothing. <laughs> yeah. I can't it I have to make it look like there's like my phone is on. Oh, Otherwise gosh. someone may call it out. I don't know. Anywho. Uh so Blum. Blum is back. And I think he farted in the elevator. <laughs> because he, everybody he probably he, did. Uh well, I think there was people were walking out like disgusted. Um and he was asleep. Yeah. So May have just uh, shit his pants, this guy. You never know. Um, yeah, he comes in and he's ripping on Maya for her her setup. He's, he's like, did I sign up to answer phones? <laughs> oh, he's such a dick. Uh, I I love this character, though. I love him so much. And he's it's, it's such... He's not too different in tactics than Christiva. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Um, but I love this character and I hate Mike or Steven. I'm not sure. I can't really explain why. Um, I think, I think with Christiva, it's such, um, no, I, I, no, fuck Christiva. With, with, <laughs> with, uh, Blum, it's such pageantry to it. It's such, uh, panache, if I'm using that word mm -hmm. right. Um, so as much as you can't stand it, it's, it's, it's like this. Uh, I've realized this recently. Whenever I see someone doing a uh, wheelie on like a dirt bike or like a motorcycle, mm -hmm. I realize part of me watches it because it looks cool. But the other part of me kind of want to see them crash. And like that's that's kind of mean. It's kind of fucked up. But it is what it is. And that's the same mm -hmm. thing with him. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? I can't take my eyes off him. What the hell is going on? Like it's yeah. especially all the tantrums and then the fucking mind you, this is what I said previously. He's unlocking. I think it's gonna be a mistake eventually, but he's unlocking the Hulk. He is unlocking <laughs> the Hulk of because like the fact that she um that Maya I hate saying like this, but like you are your kid, like you are your parents' kids sometimes. And like, mm. even if you don't try to do it, there's parts of me that like people tell me like, you, like you're just like your dad when you do this, you're just like your mom. And the fact that like, she has that kind of background and he even said in the previous episode, he's, she set him up. She set up her dad. That's mm. there. So he's yeah. unlocking a fucking monster and I can't wait until, until she's out on the loose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's definitely having an effect on her. She goes after he rips her for the uh, the lack of an office. She goes and demands an office. Uh, Julia tries to handle it and she blows him off. She's like, "This is really a managing partner situation. I'm gonna have this conversation here. Thank you very much." Mm -hmm. And she gets it, she gets that office, uh, which upsets other people. She gets that "fuck you" sign written written on the notepad, and she puts it right up on the window too. And the woman gives her the middle finger. It's like, come on. It's so down. much, it's so much like, um, um, that's another reason why I, 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 the older I get, the more I'm glad I didn't end up like trying to be a lawyer because it's so much showing face. Do you have any and, experience? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but, um, <laughs> I was voted best male advocate in my team <laughs> court, so I mean I wanted to talk about it, but whatever. It, it's it, it's people people know about it now, Thank but <laughs> but um, there's such a game when you have to do that kind of thing because it's like you have to kind of keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer to the point where mm -hmm. like at any moment you can or you may have to burn a bridge. And it could be with someone you might have to work with down the line. With comics, comedians, we're too scared to burn those bridges just yet. We will put up with so much bullshit from people mm -hmm. until it gets to the point where it's like, uh, I think Popeye said it. I, uh, I stand, what is it? Uh, I stand what I can stand, but I can't stand no can't more. Stand or some no shit more. like that. Yeah. And yeah, so like that's everyday thing for them. Fuck you. No, fuck you. All right, we're done. Mm -hmm. All right, hey, uh, I got this one case. You want to help me? Fuck you. Okay, yeah, but do you want to help me? So, like, seeing that kind of part was cool. And the fact that, like, I'm, I'm going off another trail. Um, for any of the fans of this podcast who also happen to be a fan of um, anime, 
the one reason why I love is an anime named uh, Naruto. You know about that. You, yeah, you know about Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I love about Naruto is the writing is so purposeful. Everything happens for a reason. So if this happened, this happened because of that. That happened because of that. And everything is linked. So the fact that she got that office and what happens with like, <clears throat> mind you, get rid of the drugs. Maya, what are you doing with it in the backseat? Yeah, why? I know, I know it was writing and like, hey, we got to do this, but still. <clears throat> but um, the fact that all of this, once again, like I said with Diane, it's a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. This leads to that, that leads yep. to this, and it's really, really good, good writing to, to keep pushing the story along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she goes to court. He doesn't show up. Uh, and she goes to check on him and she answers the phone because it's Spencer, the opposing counsel, calling him to discuss a deal to be made, uh, which she was, he was going to screw her and her client. Uh, she answers and then they meet and work out that deal. And he is not happy about it. <laughs> he storms into, say, yeah, yeah, uh, storms into the firm. Maya fucking Rendell, where are you? <laughs> yeah, you fucking bitch. Uh, yeah, just really nuts, throwing shit. He threw the computer through a window. Like this dude is nuts. He is totally unhinged, and she stands her own to the point where he walks away silent. She also picks up a computer and throws it through the other uh, glass window. Um, just, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like that old saying, man, when, like, it, <clears throat> excuse me, instead of fighting fire with fire, you got to fight crazy with crazy sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. like, it, she talks about it in the next episode, but she's right. Where it's um, If someone raises that to, raises to that level and you don't match, mm-hmm. you're done. You yeah. have to like match that. Like, you don't want to be put in that position. And unfortunately, she kind of put herself, not purposely, but she kind of had herself in that position. You got to do what the fuck you got to do. And mm-hmm. and I love that that uh, that weird uh, opposing lawyer kind of gave her a heads up. Like, hey, I hope you have a gun. He's like, mm-hmm. you crossed this guy. So yeah, you screwed over Roland Blum. Mm-hmm. And then bang, he is right in there. He told uh, her. Then, he fucking mm-hmm. told her though, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Okay, whatever." And I got you. But he leaves. Uh, Roland Blum leaves, not his tail between his legs, but just kind of taking taking a little back, and uh, goes to regroup. And then everybody is just looking at Maya, and she she does the the fuck you looking at, and then goes back at her office. I Love wish it. you would have slammed the door. That would have mm-hmm. been so perfect. If you slammed the door. Hmm. Yeah. And we go to Maya in her car getting ready to go home and the police surround her and they get her for the hospice drugs, clearly set up by Roland. Um Roland Blum. And it's a, it's it, for him, I don't put it past him that it's a longer game. Like it's a, it's another small insurance policy kind of thing. Uh that, you know, he gave it to her and maybe didn't think that she would do something with it. Who knows? But they got her. Mm-hmm. And we'll see the uh, fallout from that in the next episode. Um, but yeah, love Roland as a as a character. Love it. Um, oh, the one other thing within this is when they 
they give the discovery boxes to Blum and Maya. It's a bunch of copies of takeout menus. And then they go to court and say, look, look what they, look what they gave me. A, a Luger. <laughs> a, uh, Nazi propaganda. You know, all of this stuff. You would understand, you know, this is very upsetting. Uh, just super ridiculous shit. And Matan, as uh, we've, not discuss, but we talk about Spencer Zhao being on the case now. Matan Brody, who is from The Good Wife, came back for that one episode, but has been replaced by Spencer Zhao. Um, and they, the reasoning they gave was like, "You got in his head. <laughs> he can't. He can't handle this case." Um, and yeah, the guy's a fucking wrecking ball. Yeah, he will. He will destroy anything and everyone in his path. So Maya is. Maya was in his path, and now he's going after her. And he got her with this. And again, we'll discuss more of that in the next episode. But that's pretty much it for this one. Any stray thoughts from any of these threads? Um, I think I pointed out earlier, but like aside from like the, the rain, um, nah, not really. Um, I enjoyed seeing Blum get on a whole tangent about how to explain it. Oh, quick question. My bad. Yeah, this just jogged my memory. Uh, was this the case that Luca was supposed to have? Or was this a different case? Because remember before, like in last season, she was prepping for like a huge case against Colin uh, for like a murder trial or some shit. And then I guess that didn't work out. And our lovely listeners, the Kings, were like, yep, cut that. Don't worry <laughs> about that case. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, this is where having several of the people in the podcast, <laughs> two of which have watched the show multiple times, comes uh, in handy. Uh, so maybe we'll uh, note that for the episodes on Sunday when they are here. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Sunday we have a full crew. So, so maybe we can get some answers to these questions that we don't know. Uh, let's hit some winners and losers. Uh, let's start with those winners. Keen, who you got? Uh, Gabby, Gabby Blum. Uh, just for, I mean, it looks like he took a loss with like the the um, the plea deal, but I mean, I think I think he I hope it leads to another confrontation with Diane. Um, in a way, I still think he's, I think he's still training Maya because this might mm -hmm. be the part where Ethan Hawke is fucked up and he didn't <laughs> know that he got fucked up yet. So mm -hmm. I think he's still kind of kind of kind of training her or like kind of guiding her. Um, sure. so, and the fact that, like, th I mean, it looks cool, but that kind of lifestyle has to be fucking tiring. Yeah. Like, how can you keep up with all that shit? Like, it's too much. And the fact that, like, he had the, what was it, this, uh, the, um, suppository, if I'm, if I'm saying yeah. that word right? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you I'm doing taking your pants suppository. off? Oh, gosh. Too much going on, yeah, brother. Yeah, there is absolutely zero shame Man. in that character. Um, uh, I love it. <laughs> He's such a piece of shit. Um, my winner is on the flip side of that, Maya, because she learned from him, took the opportunity. She got an office for now and won that, uh, plea deal and stood up to her coworkers who were giving her shit and stood up to him, sent him on his way. Comes back to bite her in the ass really, really quick. But Real for quick. for a while, I think she is the winner of the episode. That's it. That loser, who you got? 
I got. Uh, he's such a loser. I don't remember his the character's name. Uh, <laughs> the soon to be ex wife. I mean, ex husband. Yeah. That dork. Ian. That dork. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, hiring a guy that mind you, another loser. I'm sorry, not not from not a real one, but me just uh going off on a tangent. Uh, people with three first names as their <laughs> whole name. Mm-hmm. Sean Patrick Thomas. That's very confusing, bro. And then you could be you could use any of those two or two of those as another alias. I don't trust mm-hmm. you, man. I yeah. really don't. And they're many times they're assassins. Um, yes. My loser is the NSA guy. The it's our job NSA guy. Yeah, good good one. That's a Fuck good one. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah, he doesn't have one. a job in the new administration all right uh that will do it then for this episode thank you keen and only thank you keen <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for listening bye bye